Hello, you little trail mixes, and welcome to episode 33 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hey, guys. And our producer, Carrie. Hello. And we also welcome a guest. We have Joe Creech here with us. Say thanks, hello. guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Awesome. There you go. Don't be afraid to talk. We're all friends here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Joe is Renee's brother, and he has a YouTube channel where he does all kinds of hiking stuff. So he's going to talk to us about that. What's your YouTube channel called, Joe? Uh, YouTube channel is Red River Underground. It's all one word. Okay, cool. Good deal. Everybody go check that out. So, before we go any further, we have to dip into our thank you corner for just a bit and shout out all our guests slash hosts from the past couple of episodes. Um, I don't remember if we said this or not on the last episode, but we want to say thank you to Marie of the Bluegrass Creative Market for inviting us to record at the July event a few weeks ago. That was our special bonus event. That was live on location. That was a ton of fun. It was. I liked it. Um... Yeah, and thanks to all the vendors that came by and sat down and talked to us about their products. Yeah, that was fun to try and do the EQ stuff for everybody <laughs> who sat down at the mic and either didn't know how to talk into a mic or, I, or you know, and then everybody has masks on, so that was a hard thing to figure out, too. So, yeah. And then we ran into the Taste Buds. Yep. They, they yeah. made their first hinky debut. Yeah, sure did. And, of course, we want to thank Nate from Mr. Brew's Tap House for hosting our last episode and providing the beer samples for our Girl Scout cookie pairings. And thanks to Lauren from GBS for coming on and being Renee's stunt double for the cookie and beer pairing. Yes, we Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I actually learned quite a bit from uh, talking to him and about his business model and how they kind of got started and all that kind of stuff. And the food is good. The location is not bad. So, okay, definitely uh, people need to get up there and try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we really appreciate you all for being so accommodating to us, especially during this weird COVID time. And we hope all you listeners have enjoyed our content so far. And we have plenty of stuff to talk about today. But first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, really, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryNKY or send us an email. We're HungryNKY at gmail.com. We can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls, too, if you're not local and you want to be on with us. Not Zoom. I repeat, not Zoom. Never Zoom. No. Nope. I can't stress it enough. This camera is just not kind to my aging face, and I will not suggest myself or anyone else to that level of realness on this show. This is for entertainment only. We're not. This is not real life. (laughs) I can't face real life problems right now. And the thing of it is, I mean, if you can do Zoom, you can Skype. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Just keep that in mind, though. No Zoom here. No Zoom. This is a no Zoom zone. Nope. Alrighty. So... What have you guys been up to? Anything cool? Well, you were on GBS yesterday. That's true. I sure was on GBS yesterday, filling in for Lee. Yep. Trying to become Lee. You, you came. I'm pr- just gonna steal her identity after a while. You came pretty close, except you can drink beer and she yeah. can't. So, haha. <laughs> Very true. I drank out of her cup, and I got her cider. That's right. I think I think she would she would appreciate the you channeling the inner Lee and bringing the pivot because she loves pivot. Um, she's not going to care for my picks in the movie bracket. <laughs> <laughs> she should have been hey, there. I was going to say she should have been here. Yeah, she should have uh, rearranged her schedule better. Well, I bought a new car while we were not on this airwaves, so there's that. That's true. I drug Renee around with me all day Friday to test drive SUVs. Ended up getting a Honda CRV, so. With my big girl money, I'll buy my big girl self. So you sure did. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. We went to several different uh, car lots. She had narrowed it down to some that she really liked, and we went set up. She done it all by herself. She set up the interviews, talked to people, willed and dealed some money, and uh, the CRV won. Yeah, yes. She's got a really nice car. She got a really good deal too. I feel like a big girl now. A woman, even. I'm a big kid now. That's right. (laughs) I'm all potty trained and everything. So, that was very exciting. And then the next day, me and Renee went and had a pretty fun brunch at Local Feed in Georgetown. 
So that's that that's cool. uh that's a really cool place if uh if anyone's never been there. And uh, it's been a long time since we've actually been and I've been wanting to go back. And turns out that they are now serving their whole menu all day so you can get breakfast or dinner or lunch all day long whenever they're open. So that that was good. And we met one of our coworkers, uh Tara out there and um she also does photography, so she we're going to credit her with the photos. That we posted online. If anybody wants to check those out, get on uh, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats on social media and you can see uh, what all we had. But it was really delicious. Yeah, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee had some fried chicken with scrambled eggs and biscuits. Those biscuits were so good. They looked good. Yeah. I saw the pictures. It looked good. Yeah, they were big old, big ass biscuits. Where in Georgetown is that? Did you say? It's uh, downtown. It's downtown. Off okay. of Main Street. There. Okay. I'm sorry yeah. if you said I was messing with the EQ and really wasn't paying attention to the words that were coming wow. out of your mouth. You don't even listen to me anymore. Oh, my God. I mean, I can hear you, but <laughs> the words weren't registering in my head as to what you were actually saying. Whatever. You're just ignoring me. Um, I had the eggs Benny with the grits because anytime I go anywhere new, it seems like that's what I always have to get. I like to test mm-hmm. the place off of the, how good their Eggs Benedict is. Well, and you know, if, if a place can do a good Eggs Benedict and do a good hollandaise sauce and all that, then mm-hmm. I think, you know. I think good solid place, yeah. yeah. thumbs up for a breakfast, breakfast joint. Yeah, it wasn't too, like. Although I will say, too, in, in addition to that, is the grits, too. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to call this place out, but they've, they've since gotten better with their grits. I will say that. But, um. Man, whew, it was it was a really tough go there for a while on the grits. Like this place served their grits in teacups. Huh. Yeah, it was it That's, was really. I was like I've never haven't seen that before. I thought that was cute. That's interesting. Uh, they did have Carrie. I thought you might be interested in chicken liver mousse. I would oh, yeah. I would try that. I would absolutely one hundred percent try that. Yeah, I mean I would try. I don't know if I like it. I'm all about the chicken the chicken organs. <laughs> Yeah, it was some real uh, organ moose weirdness going on there. I don't remember what me and Tara ended up calling it, but meat moose. Meat moose. Okay. That's what it was. Nice. Some real meat moose. But yeah, their Eggs Benedict, it was like not the traditional one. Like they didn't have the um, English muffins. It had those biscuits instead of English muffins. And it had actual like local like country ham on it instead of like a Canadian bacon or whatever. So. I was a little disappointed I didn't get a call. You know, to I'm, go. I'm going to blame this on Renee. Okay, it's fine. I'll take it. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just going to. She's sitting right here. Look at her. I mean, she was organizing this trip. So. All right. Listen, you probably wouldn't have been, because the next thing that's on Sarah's list is she'll talk about, you wouldn't have been happy about this part. No, you wouldn't have been happy so, about this part, because no one else was there. No. So, we had seen pictures uh, this past week about these milkshakes that this uh, bakery called Sweet Monarch Bakery in Georgetown Matriarch. had. Thank you. So, they're huge. They're in mason jars. They're topped with a ton of whipped cream, toppings, whatever, and then they have a cupcake stuffed inside of them. Okay. So I put this out there and I'm like, Sarah, this is a road trip. We need to be going soon. As soon as I put out, put that out there, we started getting a bunch of messages underneath the photo. And then I got people stopping me in the hallway. Oh my gosh, where did you find that place? When you go, I need to know we need to go. So I says, well, since this is that big of a deal, we need to go check these, these things out. She put out that morning that she was going to be opening at 1230. And she said, depending on the line, it could take anywhere between five minutes and two hours to get your milkshake. You want to take a guess at what the standing time was? I'm going to lean towards two hours. Mm -hmm. It probably would have taken longer than that. But so by the time we get up there, it was 1237 by the time we made it to the line. It was down the street. And around the block already hmm. at 1237. I said, well, hopefully this doesn't take that long. Over an hour in, I hadn't, I hadn't even made it halfway. Sarah was like, I'm tired and I'm hot. <laughs> so she went and got the car and, and hung out in the car. And I said, well, I'm the one that drug you up here. I don't want you to have to stand out in this. You do that and, and I'll come get you when it gets, or I'll text you when it gets closer. So then the people in front of me, I overheard them say, well, how many do we need? So we need one for me and you and grandma and our kid and just all these people. So they ended up seven that they needed. 
And I've taken, what do you think, Sarah, about 15 to 20 minutes per milkshake it was taking them to make it. So it was ridiculous. I said, that's going to be minimum 30 minutes to make their Mm -hmm. milkshakes. And I need one. So my question is now, was this place within walking distance of the brunch place or did you have to drive? Okay. My other question is, did the brunch place serve alcohol? Yes. Okay. See, I would have been yes. like Renee. I'm going to go back to the local feed. <laughs> We're going back to local feed. <laughs> I'm going to have me some Bloody Marys. Yes. And, uh, you know, whenever you get this magic yes. milkshake, right. you come get me. <laughs> right. Fair. That would be totally fair enough. So we so we struck out uh-huh. on the milkshake because yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not waiting another 30 minutes That's, for the people mm-hmm. in front of me. Right. I'll make you a milkshake. You want a milkshake? I was like, but we're going to try again because I want to know if people are waiting two hours on a milkshake. I got to know what this milkshake's all about. Bet you're going to be like, I'm not going to say disappointed, but I bet you're going to be like, man, this was not worth waiting in line for two hours. I mean, I would hope it would be. People were doing it. Well, people were also crazy. (laughs) That is true. I mean, I couldn't have had a one of those by myself mm. like that was they were far too sweet looking and i mean we were going to split one mm. so yeah. i mean i wouldn't stand in line for just one for me like, right there'd yeah. have to be more people there splitting sure. with me so yeah all right but yeah i'm going to show carrie and we'll uh we'll post more online but this is this is two of oh wow yeah that's nice yeah that's, that's pretty yeah. uh that's, that's pretty hefty that's some. Um, the, the, the toppings are ridiculous. Here's a cotton candy one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, you can follow, get on Blue Grass Bourbon and Eats and see the pictures that I'm showing Carrie now. Um, but yeah, though, there's some crazy looking can, cooking uh, concoctions that she's putting together there. And kudos to her to get people to stand in line for two hours for yeah, what she's yeah. making. So, but yeah. I mean, I feel like we need to try it. So I'm going to try again. But I'm hoping I'm going to get there earlier and I'm bringing a chair. Okay. And I was going to say, don't call me. Don't call you for that one. Okay. (laughs) I'll just hear about it later. There you go. Um, Yeah. Well, sticking with the food over the weekend. I know when we were at the Bluegrass Creative Market, they had the daughter Southern food truck. Yes. And we did get some food from it, but we were in a hurry to get to work. So we didn't take any pictures or talk anything else about it. But the food truck was at Pivot on Sunday afternoon and... By the time I got done with the stuff I was doing on Sunday, there was still time. So I figured I can get some uh, cider for GBS. And then, because, you know, I'm late now. And uh, mm-hmm. then I can get some food from the Daughter Southern Food Truck. So I'll post that later in the week. But uh, I ended up getting their Catfish Po' Boy. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. And then um, red beans and rice. Ooh. And then I just went all out and got a root beer float with it, too, because I hate myself. Well, I thought that that, <laughs> ca- that buff- buffalo cauliflower sounded really good. Yeah, hearing really good things about it. I personally have to be in the mood for cauliflower. See, so. I'm a big... F- I love cauliflower. I do, too. Yeah. Put mm. some, I just love dipping it in, like, ranch and eating it. There or, you go. or hummus. And, uh, yes. Unfortunately, we have no hummus today. But <laughs> I have some in my fridge. <laughs> Sabra. Hey, I like Sabra hummus. I would take it. But yeah, I ended up getting all that stuff. And um, I liked the catfish po' boy. For me, it could use a little more salt, obviously. But I love salt. But those red beans and rice are dope. Really? They were really good. You could tell they were like homemade. And then they were like seasoned with... They must have had like a ham hock in it or something. Mm -hmm. Because I had like globs of like fat in it. Mm. And then like like the ham and stuff. It was so good. Would recommend. So anytime you see them out and about, check that out. Um, The chef that owns it used to be the um, executive chef for the UK basketball team. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And if you follow them on Instagram, they post uh, pretty frequently where they're going to be. So it'd be easy to get a hold of them. Because they're just a food truck, right? They're not a a brick and mortar. No. Mm -mm. No, but they keep up this. uh, This following they've got, they they could easily turn into one if they wanted to. Maybe. Maybe right now it's not yeah. the best time to be trying to open a restaurant. No, but yeah. no I mean in the future. <laughs> in the future. Shutting down left and right. Quarter till never. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't try to open one right now if it were me, but that's yeah. just me. So, yeah, that's most of the stuff that we've done this week. Have you guys been doing anything of note? Mm, not really. Joe, you hiking? Hiking, hiking, hiking. Uh, yeah, we went to the gorge, um, I think maybe like last weekend, uh, we were searching for some arches unsuccessfully, but, uh, we will get them, uh, for an upcoming video. 
Cool. So when you say arches, like stone, like natural arch formation type of things. Yeah, the gorge actually um, outside of the Arches National Park in Utah, it has the most natural arches like uh, in the world. So I mean, they're still finding arches as of right now. Now, do cool. you do you have to make an appointment to go out there, or can you just go out there now? You can just go out there, okay? Because it's yeah. big enough that you can be. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see it. Because I think I think Raven Run was making people have appointments, but I don't know if they're still doing that or not. Yeah, Raven's Run falls in. It's actually like a public park of Lexington, so it actually uh, will fall under okay. Lexington's Park and Rec. Oh. Um, now, Bashir did, or Governor Bashir, he did shut uh, the Gorge and Natural Bridge down back in March right. but as of right now it is open, totally wide open. all businesses are open okay. but you know obviously you know whatever social distancing restrictions are right you know, are up there now all right cool well that leads us right into our interview segment with Joe I'll yes. let Renee take over so she's she's the interviewer of the show here <laughs> so um so i Sarah actually got one of my first questions of saying, what is uh, the I was going to say, hold, 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 hold. full disclosure, yeah. full disclosure, yeah. Joe is Renee's brother. Um, yes. I don't, yeah. Did you say that at the top of the yeah, show? Yeah, I did. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm over here fooling with the EQ because, you know, sound whore. So, um, so sorry. Ooh, I'm gonna, that's what I'm calling this episode. Sound whore? Yeah. <laughs> What's your show? Um, so how did... Um, so it's you and a group of your uh, group of your friends that all like just enjoy go hiking together. Yes. What made you guys come up with doing the YouTube channel? Okay, so the hiking group in general was started from two different ideas. John, the guy that plays Johnny Bluegrass, uh, he had an idea of starting a hiking group and coming up with like a community uh, to have like values as far as like exploration uh you know hiking kentucky um he wants to like write books and make maps and have contests and just have this like you know this health community that loves the outdoors so that that was his part and he actually already had the hiking name red river underground and i actually came up with the youtube portion of it uh me and some friends had bought uh, a book a local hike guide um, and I'll go ahead and I'll plug it. It's um, uh, Gerald uh, Good Pastor's book. Um, and what we did, or my my part of the idea, was us to hike all those places within the book and film them and put them on YouTube. Because at the time when we started our channel back in 2014, um, there was not a lot of hiking videos out mm-hmm. there, especially in the gorge, because you know the gorge is a very small regional kind of kind of place to go um so once we did that our first video i mean it, it's like up to fifty thousand views so, oh wow That's wow awesome. so and what we had in it was um just some interesting kind of hidden places to go in the gorge isn't that kind of what that book is about too is a lot of hidden trails of the gorge mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it is and like i said we and unfortunately we did plagiarize if you will we did take some of his work and, and just instead of in a, a a local book we put it on online but you know the book was limited as far as like how much stuff was in it so really just the first maybe like five videos was from the book and then everything else has been you know kind of like the ground and pound like go out and bushwhack and find your own you know uh hidden overlooks or you know hidden gorges or hidden arches oh no that's really cool and uh in one of those overlooks that you really love so much you ended up proposing to your now wife there yes i did yeah. um so it, it's called uh buzzard's roost uh it's an interesting kind of little it's a very short hike very very short hike um it is off of the uh Skybridge, um picnic area and you basically just uh scramble down into this uh kind of diamond shaped uh rock formation and it goes out into the gorge a little bit where you get this like totally beautiful 360 view of the gorge. It's fantastic. I mean, when we first found it, I even said to myself, I was a single guy then, and I was like, man, I would love, uh, you know, to propose here one day. And I did. You did. You had your uh, engagement photos there and, uh, and everything. You made your photographer hike that. 
Yeah. We did. Michelle yeah. was a uh, very good sport on that. <laughs> did you did you get married at the gorge? No. I'm I, really surprised. I, I would have loved I would have loved to have but you know, uh we wanted a more I guess traditional wedding church church Because people so. do. People yeah. get married over there all the time. Yeah, yeah they do. And they're, 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 they've got that yeah. barn yeah. up there that you can get married at, yeah. Yeah, and there's tons of other places too. I mean, you might have to have like an adventurous crew, but you know, you can have some fantastic weddings up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys have hiked in many different places besides the Red River Gorge. Where else in Kentucky would you recommend uh, that has some good hiking trails? Okay, well, I will get to that one, but first, um, so outside of the gorge proper, if you're like a beginner. Um, I would always recommend like cutting your teeth, your hiking teeth, if you will, at Natural Bridge. Uh, Natural Bridge is is a separate entity from the gorge itself. The gorge is more of like a state forest archaeological area, and Natural Bridge is actually like a designated like state park. Um, and Natural Bridge has a gigantic uh, arch, you know, the Natural Bridge Arch, mm-hmm. and there is a series of trails there, but they're short hikes and and you can kind of connect them to get a longer hike but you know if if you're a family and you have kids there's a lodge there you know you can stay at the lodge and do short hikes there's stuff for kids activities for kids ranger stuff you there's a uh, museum you know uh, which goes to the um all the arches and everything um and then you know just activities for everybody It, it would be great so if you're a beginner start there but to answer your other question, um, I, I would recommend if you want to just hike Kentucky in general, mm-hmm. uh, the Shell Toey Trace. I mean, there's no more of, an, of a beast in, in Kentucky as far as that. That starts all the way up in Moorhead and runs all the way down to Tennessee. You get the entire length of the uh, Daniel Boone Forest. And mm-hmm. it's challenging. I mean, as an experienced hiker, I mean, we've had some wild trips on the Shell Toey. I mean, you, you can get lost and you're out in the middle of nowhere, out in some county you've never heard of on a abandoned road. Sometimes With you no might... cell phone service that makes your sister nervous. Yes. Well, and I'm telling you too, you gotta be careful um, because, you know, people grow crops out there that, yes, you know, <laughs> they trade for cash and they can be, uh, they can be a little, uh, a little um, protective of those those plants. <laughs> yes, one one uh, kind of story that we had. Um, we're on a ridge doing the Sheltoe. Uh, we're doing a few day backpack, and the kind of some of the problems I have with the Sheltoe is you'll be on a ridge and then start to come down in, in into a gap, and you might run into someone's property. Um, it, it's not necessarily connected that that well. Uh, there are a lot of road sections, but when we came down into someone's backyard, basically they it was almost like a Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. They had released the hounds on us, <laughs> oh, no. and uh, I mean it was like a, a pit bull and a Rottweiler and a Great Dane, and I mean we're basically <laughs> just running from these three dogs to try to get back on the road. But uh, yeah, I mean you'll you'll. You'll encounter all kinds of, of wacky things on the shelter. He's uh, never told me that. Okay. First time for everything. <laughs> That's right. His overprotective sister the just, less you just know, heard the this. Right. Right. You're on a need to know basis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll end that there. So um, there is some food, some restaurants that are close to the gorge. And I know you've got some favorites. What, what, uh, what all have you tried? Okay, so at so in Slade, uh, it's an unincorporated city which basically hosts, uh, you know, the gorge and then uh, Natural Bridge. Um, so there's basically five main restaurants to eat at up there, um, and I'm going to rank them. So my oh. first and favorite is La Cabana. Uh, it is very close to the Natural Bridge parking lot itself. Um, and it's a Mexicano restaurant, obviously. And I love, just me personally, I love the fajitas mixtas and the super chimichangas. I mean, every time I've gone there after, you know, a long climb session or a long hike, I mean, nothing is better than going to La Cabana. They have great outdoor seating. They have a bar right there. You get your food super quick. I mean, it's fantastic. Nice. 
And then number two is uh, Rock House. Uh, it's a little further up, uh, 15. Um, it, it is past um, the Natural Bridge section, but you kind of got to uh, just keep going about five minutes past. Um, it's a smaller facility, but they also have outdoor seating. They do sell beer. And uh, they have just big, crazy size burgers and burritos. So just kind of depending on what you're in the mood for, you know, you can go there and get a gigantic burger and you'll stuff yourself or get a big, massive burrito. Like basically like the set, you know, maybe a little bigger than what you would get at like Moe's or Chipotle. And, you know, they actually grow like uh, most of their vegetables and everything there. So, um, you know, oh, you're getting cool. fresh produce. Nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, third is the most famous of the gorge. It's Miguel's Pizza. Um, it is, uh, it's a hostel there. Uh, basically, they have all kinds of uh, bungalows that you can stay there. They have uh, a campground, um, a, lot of hi- or, uh, a lot of climbers that uh, come off season, uh, uh, dirtbaggers is what they're called, that live in their van. They'll actually stay at Miguel's while they're climbing during the fall and sometimes in the winter. Um, but anyway, at Miguel's, though, uh, you get just crazy toppings on your pizza. And a fun game that I always like to play is when you're there with your mates, like to see who can get the order, the like the most crazy pizza. I, I normally like to do like potatoes and artichoke and avocado. So I normally win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, potatoes on a pizza is actually pretty good. Yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. And then uh, the fourth one, it's actually a really new one. It's called Red River Barbecue. I've actually only eaten there once, but I did have the brisket there. Uh, smoked brisket, and it was really good. Um, they also have outdoor seating. You know, it's kind of like a theme there at the Gorge. Um, and, you know, well, obviously. In nature, why not, yeah. right? And most important, they have beer. <laughs> That's very, very important yeah. for us here. And then the last uh, is Skybridge Station. I did rank it last. It's not that it's not good. It's just their menu is very limited. All they do is just uh, gourmet hot dogs. It, but they are really good. I mean, it's fancy hot dogs. It's kind of like I always call the cook there, the owner. He's like the Willy Wonka, if you will, of hot dogs. I mean, <laughs> if you want like a wild kind of topping hot dog, go to Skybridge Station. So it's kind of just what you're in the mood for. But those are my five, or those, that, that's how I rank the five restaurants there. Nice. They all sound really good. Yeah. Oh, like, we'll have to give some of those a shot sometime. Uh, so I know you mentioned the arches and you can still bring up the arches, but what are some cool things that you've seen while out hiking at the gorge? Uh, well, I mean, wildlife. Um, I mean, you know, I've seen owls and deers there. There's geckos. Uh, I have seen a, like a small black bear at the gorge before. Um, uh, you know, those, that's always kind of interesting just to see all the, all the wildlife and depending on when you go, you know, like each kind of season or if it's raining, you know, you'll get different wildlife out, you know, you can get turtles and you can get frogs sometimes, or, you know, you might see, you know, like I said, a deer in the, in the summer. So what that's about cool. snakes? I know oh, there's yeah. rattlesnakes and stuff out there, for real. Yeah, that's, yes. their, that's their home base. They live there. Yes. No, uh, the gorge, unfortunately, probably has a very, very, very dense population of copperheads. Yeah. So, yeah. The, and, mm-hmm. and especially, we are very mindful because, like, our channel, obviously, is, is off trail. You know, we don't, you know, we don't film main trails you know we go off trail and and find kind of uh hidden arches and hidden overlooks so you know you obviously have to go through the brush a lot so that's definitely a concern because i bring my dog there and you know the last thing i want is to be 10 miles into uh, a hike when we're out in the middle of the bush and then you know me or rocky or one of my friends like get bit by a copperhead you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so yeah definitely I mean, you got to be safe out there cool yeah um Last question that I've got for you. So if someone that is listening is deciding, I think I want to get, give hiking a try as a hobby 
right? And they're brand new, they're novice, they don't really know much about it. What kind of advice coming from someone that has done a lot of it, what kind of advice could you give to someone that's just getting started? Okay. So first and foremost, uh, subscribe to our channel and like it and give it a comment. Absolutely. (laughs) You got to, I'm all about self-promoting, man. (laughs) Go for it. Red River Underground on YouTube. Uh, But no, I mean, actually, uh, if you do watch our channel, um, our channel is basically like a how-to of hiking. Right. So we tell you how to read maps, uh, topography, uh, you know, safety. And we always go through like if we're doing a backpack or if we're doing a day hike, like what we're what we're carrying in our packs. If we do a day hike, you know, we want to go ultra light. Uh, so, you know, we'll just mostly have just like a light backpack, a water reservoir, um, camelback, uh, protein bar, apple, something like that. Uh, and then if you're doing a, a backpack, which is, would be more experienced, you know, like I said, you'll, you'll have a lot more gear, but, um, but definitely, I mean, if you're, if you're just getting into hiking, like I'd said earlier, you know, definitely try natural bridge to kind of cut your teeth on that. And then, um, you'd mentioned it earlier, Ravens run. Uh, yes, it is a public park, but I mean, it, it is, it is good hiking. You can go there and do hiking trails and probably get about five miles. But I mean, that's what I did when I first started out. I didn't just jump right into the gorge. I went to Ravens Run. Because the Pinnacles are great, too, down mm-hmm. in Berea. Yeah, and the, the Pinnacles yeah. are really good, too, yeah. And then I uh, think you guys have hiked some at uh, Cumberland Falls, too, as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cumberland Falls. The Sheltoe runs, uh, runs through Cumberland Falls, so you can get... Um, I think probably a good 10 or 11 miles there at Cumberland Falls. They have some really good trails there. And, and see, then, people, they do need to watch your channel because I'm telling you, see on the news all the time around here, the fact that um, people fall into the gorge, they fall into yes. ravines, they, you know, <laughs> and they got to get rescued by helicopter and, mm-hmm. you know, people are and camping. And in the emergency room at UK and seeing right? those Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. There are definitely a lot of accidents at the gorge. Um, people, actually, the first time I took my dad uh, up to the gorge, we went to a, a, we did a mark trail, a very famous arch called Gray's Arch. And uh, when we got to the parking lot, there was an ambulance there because someone had fallen off off of the arch. Wow. The one thing that you know if you start going to the gorge a lot, I mean, people underestimate their their self, uh, or I'm sorry, overestimate their self and their abilities. Uh, you know, it's like, their mindset's like, I've not hiked in, you know, in decades, but I'm going to go out here and climb up on an arch. You know, that's the first thing you should not do. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, I so. how, uh, how often do you guys put out videos? Um, so we like to do, basically what we do is we do a bunch of spring hikes, a few summer hikes, just because it's so hot and then a bunch of fall hikes. And then what we'll do is, uh, Mike, one of the other guys, uh, he does all the editing and filming basically, and he'll release, uh, he'll release like a video probably every three weeks to a month, basically just to kind of spread them out. Okay. Um, but yeah, we normally have in the can, if you will, probably about 10 videos. And then we do uh, day hikes in the gorge where we uh, show people arches, how to get to them, hidden arches, hidden, uh, just hidden trails, campsites. Uh, overlooks and then we do our long backpacks uh you know on the shelter we so mm-hmm. cool all right that's awesome yeah cool well it was a great interview i enjoyed it i learned a lot about hiking there so. we go all right well now it's time for renee's reports corner so what you got for us renee well unfortunately i got two cancellations for you the spoon bread festival in berea canceled because of COVID. Um, so there's no one to be spoon bread or the hot air balloon glow, which is they're really popular for. So I was really disappointed because I really love going down there. But uh, also court days in Mount Sterling has finally decided to cancel theirs as well. And I feel like we're going to start because fall oh, yeah, festival fall season <laughs> is so big. And I, I, I totally see more of this coming. So, yeah. Um, so, but those two have uh, come out in the last couple of weeks. Um, that they've canceled. Uh, one good thing though, uh, one of our chefs that is pretty, pretty prominent around here, Renata Riley is opening a new restaurant in a, the Chevy Chase area downtown and it's called Renata's kitchen. And right now she has, because the restaurant's so small, she can't open it and where her location is. She really doesn't have outdoor door seating, but she does have 
she's put together some family meal options that you can order and call in ahead and then come by and pick up. And in the inner Lexington area, she'll deliver. But then she also has a la carte items. So if it's just one or two of you or like a single person or just, you know, a couple or whatever, you can order just a few things off the menu um, and get that as well. But of course, ordering the family, you get a little bit more of a bulk deal. Uh, for that but her hours right now are tuesday through saturday from four to seven and she updates her menu pretty frequently so if you check uh check on the internet uh renata's kitchen.com and you can see all those uh, details and how to get a holder and stuff um and then my favorite joe's gonna back me up Shark Week starts <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Shark Week's really big yep. in the uh, Creech household. Yes. <laughs> so it was like, it starts uh, August 9th through the 16th. And I don't know if you guys remember, or if, if any of you all are Shark Week fans, but they had done um, the Michael Phelps versus the shark thing. That Which had, was so stupid. It was dumb. And now they're going to do Mike Tyson <laughs> doing, boxing yes. a shark, which is going to be equally dumb. And it's we left that thing. so hard on GBS because of the yes. Michael Phelps thing. Yes. Was, you know what? It, uh, I can't even. It's going to be called Tyson versus Jaws Rumble on the Reef. Yeah. We left that so hard <laughs> yeah. on GBS now, a couple weeks ago. Like Shark Week is a big thing for, for me. And I like it more. Like I have a healthy respect for sharks. And... Uh, in the environment that they live in. But I love the science behind Shark Week. And they've here in the last like five or six years, they've been trying to get all this fluff going. It's gotten too gimmicky. Well, yeah, way too gimmicky. They had of, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal on there trying to do a right. whole thing about them. And it's just not something I have. I'm really passionate about my feelings about this, but I'm not feeling the, feeling that part of it. But I do love Shark Week and it's coming up. It is true. You guys do both. Yeah geek out pretty hard over yep. Shark Week. It's personally not my thing at all. I could care less. I couldn't care less actually about sharks, but I'm, I'm happy that it makes you guys happy. Yeah. I watched Sharknado. I did watch Sharknado. And I had, we had a really good time having uh, Gary Morgenstein on who basically oh, brought yes. Sharknado to your television oh, I forgot about that. on he GBS. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he basically brought that to your television. I mean, there's no better uh, movie than taking a chainsaw to a shark. So right, yeah. While well, the shark's flying inside the of air. a tornado, yes. yeah, yeah. That's fly, yeah. That's flying around a tornado. I will say, I did like that. I didn't hate it. So there yeah. is that. Uh, also, Velocipaster in the same uh, vein of stupid movies would recommend. Let's ah, check it out. I will not do my Velociraptor on the show. I, I, <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to start. We'll, get, start hit, we'll hit stop, and I'll do it for you after we're done. <laughs> Thank you. What a tease. All right. So now it's time for America's favorite segment, Everybody Tries. Oh, I got, I'm going to applause Yay. this. Yes. I've been nope. waiting for this all week. That is not correct. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> it's because the volume's not up. Oh, ah. yeah. Okay. Which one is it? Is it five or six? Is if I can't remember. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. yeah turn, turn the volume up, Carrie. It's okay. We all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> So, Carrie and I discovered a few weeks ago that we both watch a similar YouTube, or the same YouTube channel. It's called Eric the Electric. Yes. And on occasion, he's a competitive eater and like a real big fitness guy. But he does like these ridiculous... Cheat day type of things. Calorie, you know, huge calorie challenges, stuff Like, like that. Like he eats like... I think last week he ate McDonald's for an entire week. He ate at least 5,000 calories of McDonald's every day. Yeah, yeah. Just to see what happened. But he does wild crap like that. So several times on his other channel, The Electrics, he's gotten these like giant ass cookies Cause from he, he Yeah, because he and his girlfriend have a channel where they, yes. they like do mukbangs and stuff like that and just try, try different things. Yeah. So they will quite often get cookies from this company online called Fat and Weird Cookies. So, and they're these giant ass cookies. They're like, I think they're four and a half ounces each. And they are like just a gigantic ball of cookie. And they have these like fun flavors. So I thought that it would be fun to order some and try them. They're so, definitely dense. I mean, they're dense. Yeah. It's a thick ass boy. For sure. It really is. <laughs> so I got three flavors. Um, so this, the flavors I got were Big Sexy and Pitch Intense and Filthy Animal. <laughs> So, Big Sexy is the first one. It is a chocolate chip caramel cookie stuffed with a salted caramel core. Oh, this one. Mm-hmm. So, so far, that's my favorite one. I really like that one a lot. That 
caramel in there. It's like super good. And when you bite into it, the caramel is actually like gooey. So when you like it actually stretches out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I really like it so far. And then Pitch Intense is a honey gram, a honey gram dough with tiny chocolate, tiny mini marshmallows. I'm sorry, the font on this is all worn off. Chocolate chunks and marshmallow chocolate. Core. I almost thought that was like a s'mores cookie, especially once I seen that. It is a s'mores cookie. Oh, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Pinch intense because you're going to have s'mores camping s'mores. or hiking yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's my vote. And then they're also, I ordered these, what, last week? So it was technically July. So they're doing a Christmas in July promotion too right now. And so we got the filthy animal. And it is a soft almond cookie base loaded with holiday sprinkles and stuffed with white chocolate covered pretzels, which Carrie is abstaining from because of the almond cookie. Yes, the almond the almond flour thing. I We don't mix. <laughs> that's fair. I thought that they didn't mix with me for a long time either. But luckily for me, that's changed. Unluckily for Carrie, it hasn't. So. I think I like the caramel one better the caramel than the s'more. I mean, they're both good, mm-hmm. but I like the. I think I like mm-hmm. the caramel one. The I best. really like the caramel one a lot. Mm-hmm. So what does the, the filthy animal taste like? Like let me try Funfetti. Is it just funfetti like, kind of just like funfetti cake? Yeah. Yeah. You get a little bit of that pretzel in there. All right. For sure. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely it's a little spiced a little bit, I would say like Christmas spicy. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But basically funfetti cake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think, Joe? Which one's your favorite? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going with the uh, Pitch Intense. That one was really good. Nice. Yeah, I just have the packing ship here that tells you what each one is. I'm going to see if I can real quickly. Oh, yes, I still have their flavors up. It's producing on the spot. Oh, Florida. Yeah, they, they're pretty cool. The bakery is located in Florida, and they only sell cookies on Sunday nights. So... They put the flavors out like a few days before so you can figure out what you want. And then Sundays at 8 p.m. Central, which is 9 p.m. where we are, um, you get online. You can pick three or four or five or a dozen. Hmm, Interesting. And then they make them on like Wednesday and Thursday, I think. And then they make them fresh and ship. As soon as they're done, they put them in the box and ship them to you. Oh, wow. And you're supposed to get them by like the next weekend, so... I got these yesterday. Oh, okay. What's the price point? Uh, they're a little pricey, but they're a giant ass cookie. Like, I'll put pictures of them up later. Mm-hmm. Um, because you cut you cut them into quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the one cookie was enough for all of us to have plenty off. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so like, I you can buy these and then just eat a little bit at a oh, time yeah. or whatever. And I think you can like freeze them and refrigerate them and stuff. But um, for three cookies, it was seventeen dollars plus tax. Right. So. It's a little over five dollars a piece. Free shipping? No. Oh, not free shipping. I did get ten percent off using the promo code electric, though. So. Oh, all right. So thank you, Eric. But yeah, here's the little rundown of the um, flavors that we tried. So big, sexy, thick and salty, just the way our cousin Trace likes it. <laughs> just the right amount of salted caramel sprinkled in. This classic buttery chocolate chip cookie has a delectable salted caramel hidden inside just waiting to ooze on out. Warm this baby up and she's sure to please. And then pitch intense because that's what you'll be doing after you take a bite. Only because you'll want to go camping, of course. That's right. It's a s'mores cookie. Honey graham dough, tiny and mini marshmallows, chocolate chunks, and a strawberry, or strawberry, a marshmallow chocolate core. And then filthy animal. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. An ode to the party animal, circa August 2018. Filthy animal has a soft almond cookie base. It's loaded with holiday sprinkles and stuff with white chocolate-covered pretzels. Make sure to eat it all at home, alone. Nice. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that would be a fun little thing since we had been talking about Eric. Yeah, yeah. For a while. Mm-hmm. They're, they're good cookies. I, and I don't think, I mean, because they're gourmet cookies. And again, like you said, you, you don't have to eat the whole thing all at once. And probably, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they are really sweet. Yeah. Just because you could doesn't mean you should. Yes. Exactly. All right. So, let's pop on to our podcast question for the week. Mm-hmm. So, to keep with the hiking theme, but also not to alienate the non-hikers out there like most of, us, most of us at this table, we wanted to know, 
which snacks do you take with you on adventures? And adventures can mean anything you're doing that involves leaving the house these days during COVID. From hiking at Red River Gorge to shopping at the mall and everything in between. So let's go around the horn here and get our answers first. Joe. Uh, I'm actually a protein bar guy, so I'll do uh, RX bars, uh, just whatever flavor, peanut, uh, peanut butter, chocolate. Cool. I like those too, actually. That's a pretty good choice. I don't think I've ever had those. Now, how do you, how do you spell that? Just RX and then bars. Oh, RX yeah. bars. Okay. Yeah, they have a ton of them at like Kroger and stuff. Oh. So. Would recommend. Renee, what do you like to do? Um, I was When we were talking about this, the first thing that came to my mind is bugles. And when we... We don't go on many road trips, but when me and Richard go somewhere, I like to get them, and because I'm two, I like to put them on my fingers and claw at him while he's driving and, and mess with him, <laughs> but then I get to eat them, too, so they're fun. There you go. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Carrie? Jerky. It's expensive as hell, but Yay. that's why you <laughs> buy it on a road trip or, or you know, whatever. Do you have a um, particular kind of jerky? No, nah, like Jack Links, I guess. I mean, Mingy's is good, but you know, if if you're not in the the Kentucky area, I don't I don't know how far Mingy's goes in terms of their distribution. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, Jack Links, and now I want some of that Jack Links bacon. It is good. I'm telling you <laughs> what, you turned me onto that. Oh my it's god, it's so delicious. I don't know what kind of voodoo they've done to it, but <laughs> it tastes just like bacon. All right. Well, me personally. If I'm going anywhere these days, really, I don't know why. And I can't really have to restrict myself from them. Because if I start eating them, I can't stop. The trolley sour gummy worms. Trolley, trolley, yeah. trolley. They're so good. I mean, you guys know I love Sour Patch Kids. But these yeah. s- stupid sour gummy worms are like, they're sprinkled a crack or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'll eat a whole bag by myself and then I feel sick afterwards and I- I know why, but I just can't see. So you are the tree dude on the commercial. Yes. <laughs> you are the trolley tree dude. It's my fatal flaw. It's gonna it's gonna push me into Vetus. R.I.P. Wilfred Brown. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, go listen to GBS from yesterday to hear all about. <laughs> we all thought he was, already, he was already dead. <laughs> we thought he was already dead. Yeah. Oh my. Poor guy. All right. So let's move on to your guys' answers. Um, Facebook had a lot to say about it. So. We'll start there. Mindy also agreed with me. She said sour gummy worms, and I double-checked to make sure that she was talking about the Charlie ones, because mm-hmm. those are the only ones. And if you think otherwise, you're wrong. So, just keep that in mind next time you get them. Um, my sister-in-law, Darlene, said chewy, fruity snacks. LOL, I guess it's my tobacco. Probably because my brother just chews tobacco like it's going out of style. But, you know, teach their own. Um, Elena said Cliff Bars, homemade trail mix, and caffeine gummies. Brian, our very own Brian Bell, that we all know and love. Uh, Sorry, had- Brian, I do not know you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone but Carrie knows and loves you. He's actually on a, Brian Bell has actually made a couple cameos on the Red River Underground. Uh, yes, he's an yeah. avid hiker with Joe. Okay. Here, and right. he works with me. So. Oh, okay. All right. But, but um. So, he says for his long day hikes, he eats wild rice, quinoa, red beans, eggs, peppers, various veggies, salmon, and other meats. And if he's going on a short short hike, he has jerky, homemade trail mix, and various Amish goods. He didn't say what kind of Amish goods, but I'm sure they're So, you know, if you would have told me Brian said that, I would have thought Joe said that. (laughs) That sounds like his exact (laughs) answer. Is, is Is Amish goods code word? No, there's. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm but totally just kidding. to do a plug, though, at the Shell at Exit 33 off the Parkway at Slade, uh, Miller's Amish Bakery mm-hmm. has what they call Amish treats there, and it's just basically just you know sugary goodness, um, amazing everything, amazing everything. Mm-hmm. My favorite's obviously the Scotch Roon, but yep. uh, if you're in the Gorge area at Slade, you should stop by and grab one. Yeah, I didn't comment on the on the podcast thread and let us know which one you yeah, like. There's 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 yeah there's legit Amish bakeries and things around here. I'm yeah. kidding, Brian. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he also said in other situations he likes cheddar popcorn. So who doesn't like cheddar popcorn? I don't know. Um, Lauren said, actually, Lauren from GBS. She said uh, she likes some fruit, like a banana or some granola. My four-year-old requires frequent snack breaks. So for her, it's usually a piece of fruit, granola, raisins, and a cereal bar. 
and not or. She made sure to emphasize she eats her four year old eats all of that stuff. No, so. she she does. Yeah. I've 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 witnessed Sylvia's uh <laughs> Listen, she's a growing eating girl. habits. Yeah. She absolutely is. She's gotta eat. She's got those cute fingernails and she's gotta eat. So. Again, she's not picky. So shout out to Sylvia for being yeah. not picky four year old. She's the coolest four year old ever. Um, Mercedes said beef jerky. Jeff said can we guess what Jeff said? Beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Jeremy said... That's how you're going to fall off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Probably why he doesn't go hiking, I'm sure. Yeah. Actually, I think he does, but I can't keep up with him. Um, Jeremy said, beer while golfing, playing disc golf and hiking. Always eat after, not during. Then Jill said, peanut butter crackers and beef jerky. And Sean said, pretzels and peanut butter. And then, apparently Instagram didn't like this question. Because I only got one hit from... At Brittany Glassford, Cliff Bars, Jerky and Trail Mix. And on Twitter, um, at Top Six Pod said beef jerky. Then obviously it's six things because that's their theme, I guess. Beef jerky, assorted nuts, Slim Jims, cheese puffs, cheese curds, and Chex Mix. So, all right. Seems like a pretty good mix mm-hmm. of different kinds of snacks yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, definitely want that protein though. You gotta have yeah. that protein. Protein's yeah. important. And always take water with you wherever you go. Gotta yes. stay hydrated. Yes, gotta stay hydrated. You never know when you're going to get stranded somewhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Look, as Joe gets his giant bottle of water. Yep. He knows. Alrighty. So, it's time for the Food Fight Cage Match. Yeah. It's back, y'all. We're pulling out the octagon once again so we can pit a local darling against a familiar chain restaurant here at Hanky. And we had to make a last second audible on the uh, cage match just to let everybody in behind the scenes here. We were going to do Sahara versus Tzatziki's, but somebody, Sahara, sold out of all their food in under two hours. So I couldn't get to them. They're that popular. They must have had a bunch of you like call in for lunch and stuff. They I must too, have. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that was crazy. Yeah. Where are they located again? They're it's- in. Okay. Uh, it's over in the Beaumont Center. They're like the uh, little hidden jewel over there. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's And it's like Joe's favorite place to eat in town. So mm. Yeah. We were going to treat him, but they had to go and sell out. So we'll blame it on everybody else. <laughs> I'm never taking the blame for I'm, I'm just I'm just glad it wasn't me this time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share the blame on everything. Okay. So instead of doing that, we pivoted to another side dish. Mm-hmm. So... We've had we've tried French fries on here before. Today we're gonna do sweet potato fries. Yes. So for our local place, we did Oscar Diggs, which is downtown on mm-hmm. Limestone. It's uh used to be the Gastronomes food truck, and they've had their restaurant down there for a couple of years now. Yep, them and Rooster Brew collaboration. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool place. Would recommend. I've been there several times. Always the burgers are really good. Uh, actually got Joe a really good burger. I'm excited for mm-hmm. him to try later. So, And then our chain sweet potato fries come from Arby's. And they have a limited time offer sweet potato waffle fries. So what do you guys think? What am I, let me hear Let me hear all your thoughts. Well, I, I tried both of these earlier because I was hungry. And um, Fair. Arby's, you know, I think Arby's, it's a sweet potato fry, I get it, but Arby's is too sweet, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. It, obviously, they're, they're frozen waffle fries, mm-hmm. and, they, and it, you know, they're it's fast food, you know, nothing against Arby's. I think your prices are too high. Um, your sandwiches <laughs> are too expensive, but again, nothing against Arby's. Um, but no, because Oscar Diggs, obviously, those are real hand-cut sweet oh, potatoes. Yeah. I mean, oh, I can yeah. see like a little like hair or something from one of the oh, sweet yeah. potatoes in the box. Um, but they're thick. Um, there's really nothing on them. They basically just hand-cut them, left the skin on them as wedges, and cook them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they give you the choice, which I didn't give you guys a choice, but they give you the choice of dip- two dipping sauces, but I just got uh, ketchup. The forewarned, it's habanero ketchup. Mm. So. Oh, so it's got a little spice to it. Ooh, it's it's supposed to be. I don't know if that's the one they gave me, but that was one of the options there. Well, personally, when I tasted the Arby's one, mm-hmm. it didn't taste like there wasn't. It just tasted like fried, like just fried stuff. Like all I could taste was the breading. I didn't actually taste like an actual sweet potato in there. 
and like you said, like these are actual the ones from Oscar Diggs mm-hmm. are sweet potatoes cut up. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. dipping right into sweet potato casserole almost without I, the sweetness. I did not double dip. If anybody wants to um, partake in a ketchup, so was that the habanero? Can you taste the scars? Or just regular or ketchup? I know it's just regular ketchup. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, to give any knock to Arby's at all, because I like to see both sides. Um, Arby's does have, where they are in the waffle fry form, they have a crunch to them. They have a little bit more crispy edge than the the sweet potato from Oscar Diggs. But I don't feel like this was even a fair fight. I feel like this was a TKO as soon as we walked into the ring. Oscar Diggs won. Well, hands and, down. And the problem with Arby's for me, though, is the fact that I can go to Kroger and get a bag of waffle fries and throw them in an air fryer or something yeah. and come out with something, and it's a lot cheaper than Arby's. <laughs> and honestly, like, Arby's, what are you doing? You got to stick to those curly fries, bro. That's where the money is. What do you think, Jeff? So, for me, obviously, uh, you know, Arby's is your standard American fast food. So, you're just going to get, uh, you know, grease and deep fry. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, it's a little biased, but I'm an old school uh, gastronome fan. Andrew is a phenomenal chef. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is great. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, uh, Oscar digs all the way. Yeah. Well, I think we got a clear winner here. Yeah. It's Arby's. I'm just joking. It's Oscar <laughs> Diggs. So that was a quick cool thing. Uh, uh, another, another local takes down the big franchise. Yeah. Awesome. Well, quickly, Renee, do you want to do your game you had lined up for yes. us? Yes. I think this I think this would be fun. Uh, <clears throat> so this is a game that we've played before, but Joe, you have not. Uh, I'll call it Take Five. And what happens is I give you a category, and you have five seconds to give me three things in that category. Did did didn't you didn't you um um what's the word I'm looking for here? This is based this is based off something that is played on a talk show that shall not be named ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sorry I had to get that in there. Um okay, so for example, like if I say UK basketball players, you have five seconds to name three. Okay. So we're going to start with Sarah first. Okay. You ready? No, but okay. Okay. Five seconds. Name brunch food. Go. Eggs, Benedict, sausage, bacon. Oh, you got it. Okay. Carrie. Yes. Besides hot dogs, name me three thing, three other things that competitive eaters eat. Go. Hamburgers, uh, red beans and rice, and ah, uh, I'm blanking. Got, <laughs> it's hard. Five seconds is hard. I should have said pizza. I should have uh, said poutine because that's true. They do have poutine contest, eating contest. Oh, Eric really? Electric one, that one. Yes. All right, Joe. National parks. Go. Okay. Arches, Glacier, Yosemite. There you go. Okay. Too easy. Yeah, that, that one. That one. I think that one was too easy. Uh, let's see, Sarah. Back to you. Burger toppings. Go. Lettuce, tomato, bacon. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bacon's an answer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> bacon, bacon does fit so much. Uh, Carrie, baseball movies. Go. Major League, Major League Two, Major League Three. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's true. You just let her get away with that, huh? Leave off the best one, the Sandlot. <laughs> it's true. I mean, when I say they're all baseball, they're movies. all baseball. And if anybody movies. wants to hear more about ba- baseball movies, that they're doing a baseball movie bracket on GBS. Yes, it's so, still going. Uh, yep. Last thing, Joe. Last one. Eighties music bands go. Motley Crue. Um, I guess Led Zeppelin. You can count them in the eighties and Metallica. You barely made it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily. You could you could have said uh, Page and Plant. I would I would have counted Page and Plant in the eighties <laughs> because technically they were. But yeah, yeah. True. yeah. All right. Well, that's always a fun game. Well, like keeps us on our toes. That's a fun yeah. game. Also, I had to throw this in there. Uh, speaking of bacon, I just was sifting through the <laughs> the backlog of um, uh, Never Not Funny with Jimmy Pardo earlier today, like as I'm one to do when I all my other podcasts are out. Um, 
I happened upon a game show episode, which our very own Carrie Lewis was a part of. Oh, really? <laughs> that she started talking and I didn't recognize her voice. And then she said her job. And then I was like, I think that's our Carrie. And then she started talking about her dog, Bacon, which they thought was her husband. And then they were like, your husband's name is Bacon. You just call your husband Bacon. Jesus Christ, what are you doing in Kentucky? <laughs> Yeah, I think I was on that. That happened two years ago because I actually yeah. did that. I actually did that from my office. I was in my <laughs> office at work when I was doing that. And then they were making fun of how long your title was or whatever. Like well, oh, yeah, my job title. Well, it, here's here's the thing, and go listen to it. it it's funny that you text me because every once in a while I get texts from people who find it, and they're like, oh, my God. And I'm like, this was like two years ago. I can't believe it's still out there floating around. Oh, it's way out And there. it's like yes. it's like almost the pilot episode of that of that game show that he yeah. was doing um and i'll tell you i well i don't want to spoil it yeah you but, already spoiled it for me but <laughs> damn it i should have won anyway <laughs> um he did send me some nice like consolation type oh, prize okay. type of things but um yeah it was, it was it was fun and i think i saw it on twitter like that like his producer or something put out something on twitter and i responded to it and they were like oh hey yeah let's yeah come on or whatever yeah it's um like Normally they do like two shows a week, I think, that are really long form shows. But he's also into game shows, so he'll do occasionally yeah. something called playing games. And you just ask him to trivia questions, and they put the phone number out on Twitter, and Carrie answered the call I one did. day. And, and I had no idea that this was going to happen. I just clicked <laughs> on it like, oh, Cristela Alonso, I like her. I, she was I the, freaking love Jimmy yes. Pardo. If you don't, I if do you've too. never heard Jimmy Pardo's comedy, we used to he used to come out here to comedy off Broadway all the time. Mm-hmm. He's great. Like his whole shtick is just making fun of people in the audience. Oh, it's yeah. brilliant. It's it's great. You gotta if you're in the market for podcasts other than Hunger in Kentucky and Girls Fear Sports, you gotta listen to Never Not Funny with Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, and he's on like he's been podcasting for like fifteen years at ago. least. Oh, wow. He's like one yeah. of the he's like one of the dudes who jumped on podcasting really, like really early. Yeah. Yeah, but his show's great. It's a good one to just put on in the background because it's like two hours long. So would recommend that. All right, just. I had to throw that out there because it made me laugh. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so drinks. What have we all been drinking on? Carrie, what are you drinking? So I started out, I've been rock house in it. So I started out with this No More Lactose, which it doesn't give me any other description on the can except for the woman saying No More Lactose. Um, it tasted like kind of like a tangerine uh, hef huh. a little bit. Okay. So I think that's where they were going with that. And then I also had their uh, key lime pie goza, which is amazing. Okay. It tastes it, it tastes like exactly like a key lime pie, like exactly. You get the crust, you get the. I mean, I was going to say you taste the key lime. Yeah, it's brilliant. Nice. It's a br- it's a brilliant beer. Brilliant cool. beer. I'll check that one out for sure. Uh, Renee, what are you drinking? Well, since we went to Georgetown and I waited in line over an hour and did not get a milkshake. I decided to stop by Second Shake on the way here and got a strawberry milkshake just to treat myself and make myself feel a little better. Well, how's it treating you over there? Uh, very good. Treat awesome. yourself. Yes. Treat yourself 2019, except just 2020 now. 2020. Whatever. Joe, what were you drinking? Uh, so normally I'm definitely a, a country boys guy, um, but unfortunately I did not have any and I had to do gas station beer, which is very limited. So I at least got Yingling. So. Nice. That's always a solid choice. It is. I like English. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. good times. And I'm finishing off a little baby growler of thistle from Pivot. It's 5.6%. It's a raspberry and ginger cider. So if you're into like ginger at all, would recommend. It's not, like I said yesterday on another podcast, you can smell the ginger as soon as you open the growler up. You can smell. <laughs> can you smell? but um yeah the taste is like it's there but it's not like overpowering so would recommend if you're into ginger like it's not like knock your brains out ginger taste but there's also a little raspberry in there too that comes through so yeah good times awesome so joe one more time tell us where you can find your youtube channel any social media so go to youtube and red river underground all one word and we are on instagram facebook Cool. Um, and you can find our podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. 
New episodes come out every other Tuesday, and you can find us at a bunch of other, like, little podcast places now, too, because I went through my little website and added it to a bunch of weirdo places like CastBox and Deezer and some other ones I'd never heard of, but just search for Hungry in Kentucky. It'll come up. You know, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all that crap. Uh, Renee, where do we find our blog? Um, our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Facebook and Instagram under that full long name, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. On Twitter, it's at bbandeats.com. And our website is bbandeats.com. I think I need to start leading with the website instead of Twitter. Maybe. Yeah. Because I keep wanting to say that. Where do we find you at, Carrie? Ah, oh, Lord. <laughs> where do we not find you? Right, well, is it, that's that's the better question. Where do you not? Well, you you definitely find me on Twitter at GRLS Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we're on Facebook for whatever that's worth. We are on Instagram. Um, shout out to the real Lee for uh, <laughs> helping me with the side by side picture that I couldn't figure out how to do last night. Because Lee does the Instagram, she always does the Instagram mm-hmm. post for the Monday show, and I'm terrible at it, but. Uh, yeah, and you know, we're we're everywhere good podcasts are free. I mean, literally, we're places that I didn't even know we were. <laughs> nice. That's the way to be. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.